Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. The big story that is out there and unfortunate for many of you, I'm sure, because I bet you had the same thoughts echoing in your mind as I did, and that is in particular Tiger Woods with his car crash incident in uh, southern L.A. That made so many people, I think, out there think about what was going on and happened with Kobe Bryant and the helicopter crash a little over a year ago, also in Southern California. Everybody already knows the story, but in the event that you have been somewhere out there and haven't been paying attention and you've just turned on the radio, Tiger Woods appears that he is going to be eventually fine after a rollover incident that required the jaws of life to be used to pull him out of his vehicle. And I will read for you Uh, The statement that was put out, there was then a press conference uh, later in the afternoon on Tuesday as everybody kind of walked through uh, everything that had to be said about the uh, about the incident with Tiger Woods. And I think a lot of times using primary sources is probably the best opportunity uh, because there are so many different early reports. And fortunately, most of these early reports were not like the Kobe Bryant situation where there ended up being a lot of falsehoods out there. But 
This was the statement that the L.A. County Sheriff's put out on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, They said on February 23rd at approximately 7.12 a.m., the L.A. Sheriff's Department responded to a single vehicle rollover traffic collision on the border of Rolling Hills Estates and Rancho's uh, Palos Verdes. The uh, vehicle was traveling northbound on Hawthorne Boulevard at Black Horse Road when it crashed. The vehicle sustained major damage. The driver and sole occupant uh, was identified as PGA golfer Eldrick Tiger Woods. Mr. Woods was extricated from the wreck with the jaws of life by Los Angeles County firefighters and paramedics, then transported to a local hospital by ambulance for his injuries. The traffic investigation is being conducted by investigators from the L.A. Sheriff's Department. So that is the report that was officially out there. Uh, additional reports about the injuries that he sustained have uh, have suggested that that is uh, mostly lower body leg injuries. Tiger Woods, of course, has had so many different surgeries over the years for a variety of problems, most recently for his back, which has made it so difficult for him to be able to play golf at a high level. He's now 45 years old, and I know a little bit about what exactly was going on on this morning and some of this information has been published out there tiger woods was filming uh on monday a sort of a new show concept on a golf course in los angeles he was filming alongside of guys like Dwayne wade and david spade they were doing a uh a show that was basically described to me as kind of the equivalent of comedians in cars except it's golf course uh, golf course with Tiger Woods. And so you can see why if you're a golfer, the best possible opportunity you could be given is to be able to go golf with Tiger Woods. And so they had lined up a lot of different celebrities to spend the day hanging out with Tiger Woods and see exactly what was going to uh, to be happening. So uh, there are um, you know some interesting and uh, and 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 sort of fascinating sets about that. But David Spade and Dwayne Wade both put out the pictures of them playing alongside of Tiger Woods on Monday, and then I was told that Drew Brees showed up on Tuesday morning as the earliest guest who was going to be playing against Tiger Woods, and they were set there to film on that golf course. And uh, celebrities play with Tiger Woods. And so Drew Brees is there and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And there isn't anybody that is, uh, that, that's arriving, right? Tiger Woods is not arriving at the golf course. So Drew Brees is standing around waiting to see what exactly is going on there. Uh, and there later was scheduled to be Justin Herbert coming in the afternoon, among others. And Tiger Woods did not show up that morning and everybody on the film crew was waiting at the golf course, uncertain. He wasn't answering his cell phone. Nobody knew exactly what was going on uh, with Tiger Woods after he had spent all day Monday filming with those guests, among others, Dwayne Wade and David Spade. So then the news breaks about the traffic accident and the fact that Tiger Woods is going to have to have uh, surgery and that he had to be rescued with the jaws of life, and everybody at the golf course is obviously incredibly, uh, incredibly overwhelmed with uh, with that incident, and uh, and wishing Tiger Woods the best. But that was what he was traveling to on that uh, Tuesday morning 
to be there to play golf alongside of Drew Brees and later in the day, Justin Herbert. And again, on Monday, he had played, among others, with Dwayne Wade and David Spade, and there was an entire camera crew there to film the interaction between the two of them and the idea, the conceit of it is, again, it's kind of like comedians in cars, uh, the Jerry Seinfeld special, but instead it's Tiger Woods playing golf. So that is the background as to where Tiger Woods was headed. Now, a lot of you out there probably start to experience stories like these and it makes you uh, just, for me, the way that I respond to stories like these now that I'm a dad is anytime parents of young children are involved in a accident like this, my first thought is about the kids. I mean, it really is. Because we just saw very recently that iconic, it feels like already, video of Tiger Woods following his son Charlie around and also of Charlie Woods' swing being a perfect mirror image in many ways of Tiger Woods. And whether you're a dad or a mom out there, I feel like many of you have the same experience that I did when I became a dad a long time ago now, it feels like. I feel like I've been a dad forever. But when I was 28 years old and I had my first son was born, the first thing you think as a dad or a mom is... I want to be there for this child until they're an adult. I I really don't worry about anything in my life. I'm not a worrier in general, but I do worry about being there for my kids and making sure that I can get them to adulthood. And I think that's almost the first reaction that every single parent has. And you might have heard your own parents talk about it, But until you are a dad or a mom yourself or until you have responsibilities for young children, you don't really know what that feeling is to so desperately just want to get them into adulthood. Get them through high school, get them through college, give them an opportunity to be able to get out into the world and for you to raise them as best you can. It's such a tremendous feeling of responsibility. And one of the first things I thought was about Kobe Bryant because, again, of the location in Los Angeles and the wreckage, uh, and, and it just brought back what happened with Kobe a year ago. But almost immediately after the Kobe thought was thinking about Tiger Woods' two young children, and we experienced Tiger Woods as this luminescent, transcendent athlete, one of the best golfers in the history of the world if not the best, depending on who exactly is arguing on any given day. But for his two kids, he's just, he's just dad. And especially for those being young kids, we may want to see Tiger Woods have another moment like he did at East Lake Country Club down in Atlanta, or like he did as he walked up to the green at Augusta, being able to triumph against all odds one last time to put on that green jacket. But really, I guarantee you, if we had Tiger Woods on right now, what he's thinking about, I guarantee you, when he's laying there in that car, is not about anything having to do with golf. He's thinking about his kids and how he wants to be there for them because that's what dads and moms do and that's what dads and moms think. And so I even remember 
Tiger Woods, and we're going to talk with Petros Papadakis. We're scheduled to in the final hour of the show. I even remember Tiger Woods talking about how when he was in such excruciating pain in his back, he wasn't necessarily thinking about being able to play golf. He was thinking about being able to be a dad. And you hear a lot of athletes talk about that, particularly ones who put their bodies on the line, football, for instance, and how they are concerned about being able to chase around their kids when they get older to see whether or not they're going to have that same ability uh, and, and, and that sort of flexibility in the body to be able to do that. And it is such a powerful thought for any parent out there and such a terrifying thought that you might not be there for them. So I'm glad that it appears Tiger Woods is going to be okay in terms of being able to recover. I think certainly there will be plenty of time into the future to talk about the legacy of Tiger Woods as a golfer and whether he's able to extend that legacy or whether these injuries become so significant that a comeback from them is going to be incredibly difficult or not. That is a conversation that I'm sure will be discussed in the weeks and months and even some days potentially ahead. But in the meantime, I'm just glad that he was able to survive that what looks like an awful rollover incident in the southern part of the Los Angeles metropolitan area. And I hope that uh, that that he is going to be able to recover. And I thank all of the time, as we always should and we always do on this show at least, all the first responders who got there and were able to get Tiger Woods out of that house, uh, sorry, out of that car and get him moved to a hospital so he can begin the process of recovery from all of the injuries that he suffered. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, oh, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is 
getting you down. It's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's H-I-M-S.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex chews are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we bring in now Chantel McCabe, who was at the Golf Channel for a long time, and obviously Tiger Woods synonymous in many ways with the Golf Channel because anytime he was in a tournament for years and years, the ratings would skyrocket. And so everybody competed to see whether or not they would make the Tiger circuit or not. Uh, Chantel, thanks for getting up early with us. What do you think as you're breaking down the Tiger Woods story when you heard about the traffic accident and everything else? What were the first thoughts that you had? Well, you hit the nail on the head, Clay, because it is such a game changer having him as part of the sport still at 45 and not just playing, but competing in the way that he's mentored a lot of these younger players. I mean, you think about back to the beginning of his career in 1997 in the hello world and winning the Masters um, in 1997 by a significant margin and really making a splash on the scene. That has not gone away for decades now. And so I'm sure just like everyone else watching it, I mean, it eerily reminded me of Kobe Bryant from last year. Yeah. You were watching it unfold on the news, and you're starting to, like, reality is creeping into your own mind. You're getting chills. Like, I mean, it's almost like your body is paralyzed. Like, this this isn't this isn't real. This isn't happening. This is a kind of a dream. But I really feel for not just all of the fans and the people who knew him, but you think about his family, because imagine going through this, watching your father, uh, your son, 
for Erica, your boyfriend, uh, even for his agent, Mark Steinberg, someone who's been by his side for years and years and years. I mean, we're all absorbing this from afar and people who knew him passing or interviewing or just knew him as a fan. But to watch this unfold on national TV, you're trying to obviously get through the grief of uh, what could play out, all the scenarios, trying to get clarity and answers, but then that have to deal with this publicly. I mean, you can't turn it off. So uh, obviously there's accidents like this every day, but to have to go through that um, with his two children and his girlfriend and his mom and all of the people that are really close to his circle. I mean, this, this really, really has to sting. We're talking. So one of the things that I think is so fascinating about Tiger Woods is I can't think of any other sports figure that has ever been covered the way that Tiger Woods was and to some extent still is. And what I mean by that is there are lots of really good athletes who aren't necessarily great husbands or who don't have fantastic marriages. In fact, you might even argue that that might be common, right? Like more common than not. Yet most of those stories never really go public. We never really get into the inner workings of a relationship. I can't even think, and I'm curious if you can, of a athlete who has been covered like Tiger Woods has. And, and this may be a crazy analogy, but Britney Spears, you know, they recently had a documentary about her. Yeah. I know the Tiger Woods documentary is out. But Tiger got Kinda covered. crazy. Yeah, Tiger got covered. They're kind of of the same generation, right? Tiger got covered like he was an entertainment celebrity when his life blew up in a way that athletes usually don't. Do you buy into that as a uh, as a thesis that there really isn't a comparable athlete to Tiger in terms of the way the media covered him and his private life? I'm not talking about, look, LeBron gets covered to the nth degree, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, all of them. But I don't. But usually, that's focused on their on the court or on the field excellence, and that's normal when you are a superstar athlete. I'm not sure the private life of an athlete has ever been plumbed the same way it was to Tiger, to the extent that I believe his yacht is called Privacy. Like that was that's that's what he wanted, maybe more than anything else, particularly as a guy who was thrust into the media spotlight at such a young age. Yeah, I did not expect you to come out with a parallel of Tiger Woods and Britney Spears, but it is kind of eerie that both of those documentaries uh, have come to light. At I've watched time, parts so. of both of them, and I'm sure some of my yeah. audience has. And I, you know, when I right. saw the Tiger Woods accident, I thought to myself, you know, there are some eerily some eerie similarities in that they're not that far off in age, right? I think Britney Spears 38 or so, Tiger Woods 45. I'm kind of directly in right. between them at 41, but I feel like I'm of both of their generations and the way that they were covered is now we're kind of retrospectively analyzing it and saying, "Hey, was that fair or not?" Yeah, no, bingo because I have a thing with people in media and the fact that, of course, we're going to cover what's hot and what's popular and people put themselves out there. And when you're making music or you're the best in whatever field that may be, especially in entertainment and sports, as we all know, is quite frankly, entertainment, um, you're going to be scrutinized. I don't think that there is any degree uh, that comes close to the way that Tiger Woods is scrutinized. And hey, before I covered sports, I mean, I was, you know, still in middle school and high school when stuff came out with Tiger Woods that was very damaging to his reputation. And I remember thinking back then as someone who hasn't really lived through much life, oh my God, that's so awful. How could that happen? And then you kind of like grow up with these people and then you realize, 
life happens and they're not glamorous and bad things happen. And I, I really do think that uh, fame is poison because you're always chasing these things and you'll never get satisfaction or fulfillment from them. So I don't think this is just something that's exclusive to Britney Spears or Tiger Woods. I think this is something that, especially in the social media age, it's going to only become more common and uh, life and fame and money, these all tempt you and you go down rabbit holes and you look for fulfillment where it's not. And, um, um, when it comes to Tiger Woods, like I said, I, I was so disappointed hearing that and, you know, back in the day. And then he really has turned so many people around with their thinking, myself included, because, uh, and this is not biased. I'd be the first person to call someone out for their BS, but I am amazed by how genuine a lot of these younger players um, really get into talking about him and what he has done for their careers. Of course, he's still competing against them side by side, but, you know, Justin Thomas is someone, um, former number one player himself, who has a great career still ahead of him, but he has relied and leaned on Tiger as a mentor so much, and that's not something you saw in the early days. And don't get me wrong, I love that killer instinct, that guy who was going to steer you down and not talk to you the entire Sunday of a final round. But uh, what he has turned into has become almost – really down to earth in a way um he's more approachable and i i know the media loves covering him because he's a lot easier to deal with he still doesn't tell you much when you interview him he just was on with uh, jim nance on sunday asking about about his most recent injury i mean this poor guy um has been through everything your body can possibly take and uh continues to be there i mean just in 2019 is the president's cut playing captain so he's literally in the trenches with these guys and they not only looked up to him now they have a really special opportunity to play by by him and pick his brain and i think that is really really special how he's really become a big brother to a lot of the players and the top players in the world now while he still competes but uh, it is such a fascinating case study like what our media uh what social media and us <laughs> as reporters what we dive into, I, I don't always think it's fair. As I've gotten older, I, I have to take a step back and say, okay, it's a really murky line to cross between covering these people who do put themselves out there. And I mean, pointing back to the PNC Championship, he played with his son Charlie, and we're yeah. kind of like getting a little weird about how awkward it is that grown men are like freaking out over Charlie Wood's swing. But to be fair, you know, he's agreeing to play in this and he's, you know, doing the fist pump and, you know, holding his pose and it's, it's captivating and he's putting himself in front of cameras. So it is such a murky water to try to weed out what's morally appropriate and what's not, you know? It, it is really fascinating because I think about watching some of the Tiger Woods documentary if Tiger Woods's marriage with Elon blows up and it doesn't blow up in a wrecked car, police being called situation, right? It just blows up like most marriages blow up, right? Both sides don't decide they don't want to be together anymore. Most of it never really goes public, which is what happens with most, most, not all, but most celebrity divorces. I don't know that Tiger Woods ever gets covered to the extent that he did, right? I mean, it was that incident where he wrecked his car and, uh, and all the reports about what might have set off that, uh, that domestic dispute that sort of turned Tiger Woods' private life into a, uh, into a fertile news story. And again, in a way, I, 
I, I don't know the – like, I think this is such an interesting thing to think about, you know, 15, 20 years later, whatever it's been since that initial incident happened. I'm not sure when you look back on it, Chantel, whether we would have ever covered it and whether Tiger Woods' worst things about his private life would have ever come out if that initial car accident doesn't happen. Agree. I think that obviously – is a really important piece of the story and what made people so intrigued in the first place. But you and I both know there's a lot of crap that gets covered up between especially things that happen in the household. Uh, no so doubt. Most of it I, never gets out. That's kind of my thing, especially with athletes. Right. Yeah, I think that that was a pivotal part of how this storyline all unfolded, which is what makes me think that, wow, can you imagine – any of your dark secrets being completely unloaded to the public. I mean, you're our, we already as people, just regular humans, deal with things and nobody has any idea about them. But then you add the layer of this publicity and now you can never run from it. I mean, you can never fully get over it because there's always going to be people giving you a heart. I mean, even you look through social media today and some of the really thoughtful messages just asking for you know, him to be on the men so he can play with his kids in the future, which is something yeah. that, you know, after the fourth back surgery, when people were so concerned, are you going to be able to win another green jacket? Well, forget about that. This guy just wants to be able to play in the backyard with his freaking kids. So um, even though I think that's a huge portion of it, it's got to be so difficult. And I'm not sympathizing with these people because I know the story. I know this whole song and dance. Oh, well, they make the money. They choose to do this. But we all deal with a bunch of crap in our lives that some people have no idea. And then to try to recover from that, what, I mean, it's an uphill battle for the rest of your life. So uh, I just think back to, I mean, a lot of people are going to point to his most recent green jacket in 2019, but the tour championship in 2018. Wow. I mean, what a flood of emotion. I can remember it was actually on my birthday. We were in a hotel room watching. I had just finished covering a corn Ferry tour championship. And that to me is my favorite because it's all these young stories, not these hot, sexy names, but these guys were literally, before they even signed their scorecard, were pulling up the final round of the 2018 Tour Championship on their phone. Well, you'll remember at Eastlake, a flood of people came down the 18th fairway. And it's yes. just amazing to think about those things when someone can be so low, so low in the valleys with the public scrutiny piled onto you and then get up to that point again. I mean, I, I look at that and I, I just don't know what, what compares to it. And just for context, by the way, because... You know, I talked to some of my friends, and they're like, oh, Tiger Woods, yada, yada, and they always point back to his indiscretions. But, I mean, this guy, we all know people in sports, 82 wins. But how does that compare? Well, okay, Jack Nicholas, 73 PGA Tour wins. So we're going from 82 to 73, and, of course, all he's trying to do is chase Jack when it comes to majors. But, okay, so let's go further down the list of most PGA Tour wins. Just to put this into perspective, Tiger Woods, 82 the next most of people who are still currently playing and have any chance of catching him is Phil frickin' Mickelson, who's over 50, with 44 PGA Tour wins. So that right there should illustrate everything you need to know about him, his career, his perseverance, and everything that he's battled through personally and with his health as well, which is, quite frankly, a miracle walking right now. We're talking to Chantel McCabe, formerly of the Golf Channel, breaking down Tiger Woods. I, I, what, what is so amazing to me about golf, and I'm curious if you buy in with this idea, is people connect. Because you mentioned Tiger Woods winning in 97, and we're going all the way into 2021 now. You mentioned East Lake and what he did, and then obviously the Masters win. We're talking about nearly a quarter century 
where we have seen Tiger Woods evolve in a way that no other sport really, I know Tom Brady doesn't seem to have any sort of age with him, but there's not really any other sport where you can nearly spend 25 years watching, a quarter of a century watching the same athlete. And so much to me about Tiger Woods in general now is about the nostalgia factor of remembering watching Tiger Woods. And I think that's why people want to root for him so much because it takes them back to a moment in their lives when they were rooting with him before that. Yeah, it's definitely transcended across a couple of generations, which is really cool that you hear so many stories, like I was mentioning with Colin Morikawa and Justin Thomas and a lot of these other younger players who he's really taken under their wing. Um, but they can share the same memories with their grandfather because at the beginning of Tiger's career, it was just as exciting as it is now in uh, 2021. But uh, this is some real inside golf stuff. And to me, the most incredible thing he has done is made 142 consecutive cuts. I mean, that is unfathomable. If you're a golf fan, you probably already know that. But again, just for the perspective of people outside of the little golf bubble that I live in, um, the number one player in the world right now, Justin Johnson, who's just as sexy as a name, and he's quite frankly like still at the beginning of his greatness and dominance, he missed the cut twice last year, just in 2020. So 142 times you're going to play in a tournament and you make the cut every freaking time. That is unbelievable. So there's no wonder that over 25 years, people are captivated by him because he's usually always in the mix. Of course, if you get 82 PGA tour wins and Oh, by the way, 41 European tour wins. So it's not like he was mailing it in on a tour that people don't care quite as much about. I mean, this guy always brought his A-game, and that is the reason why he is so captivating to your grandpa, your father, and yourself. This is absolutely amazing. I appreciate the time. It's an incredible story. (laughs) Uh, And uh, thanks for coming and hanging out with us, Chantel. How can people follow you, by the way? What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Yeah, I think my Twitter handle now is just Chantel McCabe, which is is C-H-A-N-T-E-L, for people who might have difficulty spelling it. But more than anything, I just hope that Tiger is not just healthy. I really do not see him playing. We always do this song and dance every single year with his neck, knee, and, of course, back injuries. But I hope, pray to God, that he's just able to be able to get back on his feet literally and live his life as normal of a person as possible. Outstanding stuff. We'll talk to you again soon. That's Chantel McCabe. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. So we've obviously been talking a lot about Tiger Woods. We've talked a little bit about the NFL. Encourage you, by the way, to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss anything. And one of the things that I spent a lot of time contemplating on Tuesday as I scrolled through my Twitter feed and saw so many people that I follow and so many people that I know reacting to the Tiger Woods story. And I was thinking about why Tiger Woods matters to such an extent for so many different people. And obviously, we want Tiger to be well. I would love for him to have another opportunity like he did at Eastlake Country Club down in Atlanta and also like he did at Augusta when he won a green jacket kind of out of nowhere, which I think will be a lot like when Jack Nicholas, I think, won uh, in 1986, if I'm not mistaken. Dub, you can look that up at the age of 46, uh, when it was kind of came out of nowhere. And it was just a sign of what he had been capable of in the past. And 
it evoked such a sense of nostalgia for so many golf fans out there. And to me, golf is unique. Because you can have a really long golf career that allows us as sports fans to experience your life in a way that doesn't occur in really any other sport. And let me explain exactly what I mean. If you use Tiger Woods as an example, I basically am the same age as Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is 45. I'm 41 years old. We were raised in the same sort of era. There's not a tremendous difference between us years-wise. It's funny. When you're a kid, if you're a senior in high school and somebody else is a freshman, you're like, oh, there's three years difference. We're so much different. And then as you age, you find out that really you're the same generation and many of your experiences were not that much different than somebody else's experience. So I'm 41, Tiger is 45, but I feel like in many ways I have grown up with Tiger Woods. I've seen him on the course at Augusta winning at the age of 19 years old, this skinny kid that had not yet grown in any way into his adult body. I remember watching Tiger at the U.S. Junior Amateurs, I think it's called, and I'm not a golf savant, so if I mess up up some of my language, I apologize to you golf nicks out there. But watching Tiger Woods win at that level, hearing all the discussion between Palmer and Nicholas about how many green jackets he was going to end up winning, all of the talent, the fact that he was heralded as such an unbelievable star at such a young age and that he lived up to it in many ways and that Tiger didn't shy away from the fact that his goal was to win more majors than Jack Nicklaus. He had an objective out there, and it seemed like Tiger was going to beat Jack Nicklaus, and when going away, and then it didn't happen, and we'll circle back to that in a moment, but what you saw from Tiger And what you sometimes see in golf and typically don't see in very many other sports is you see someone go from childhood to adulthood to middle age and you grow alongside of them. And so Tiger Woods, when he won that first Masters, who does he hug when he comes off the 18th green? His dad. Tiger Woods for all of us who are sports fans, who are old enough to remember that, initially came into our lives as the son of Earl Woods. He was a kid. He was defined by his relationship, and his mom was there as well, by the way, but he was defined as their son, as the son of Tiger and uh, of, of, of his dad and his mom. And then what happens? He gets married to Elon Nordgren. And as he's coming off the course, he hugs her, and you can see that he has moved into adulthood in some way. Now, that relationship, which we'll get to in a moment, blows up, doesn't work. But before that happens, he has two kids, and we get used to seeing then Tiger through the eyes 
over the course of his career, we've seen him from son to husband to father himself. And that's the natural evolution that I personally have gone through and that many of you out there, I imagine, have also gone through. And just like me, you are not the exact same person that you were when you were a precocious 18 or 19-year-old kid. And you're probably not the same person that you were when you got married for the first time. And you certainly aren't the same person that you were before you suddenly took on the mantles and responsibilities of fatherhood. And so golf uniquely to me, we get to see these guys because of the length of careers of the top golfers go from boy to man to father. And I I say that because I do think there's a difference between being a boy and a man and a dad, right? Like those are natural evolutions because even when you're a man, before you have kids or before you have family responsibilities, you are still primarily responsible for yourself. And I've heard a lot of people talking. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. We had some friends over and we were talking about Britney Spears. And it's interesting Britney Spears and Tiger Woods, although they're totally different, right? One is a golfer, another one is an entertainer, but they're that same era. And I was talking about Tiger Woods, 45, Britney Spears, 38 years old, or whatever the heck she is. I'm right in between both of them at 41 years old. When you think about the way we treated Tiger Woods, there's no other athlete that I am aware of in my life that has had his private life dissected in the way that Tiger Woods has. In fact, I can't even think of anyone else who is a close second in the world of sports. Now, some of you might be thinking, okay, O.J. Simpson. Well, I'll give you O.J., but O.J. was dissected because he was accused of double murder. Whatever you might think of Tiger Woods, he just might be guilty of being a bad husband. And so I'm not sure that we've ever seen an athlete that was cut open right to the bone in terms of the media going all in on the way they covered him like we've seen for Tiger Woods in the world of sports. There are lots of really famous athletes. Peyton Manning, Michael Jordan. I'll use a couple. LeBron James. I don't ever remember the media diving into their personal lives on any of the way, to any of the degree, like they did for Tiger Woods. And some of those guys have gotten divorced. Some of them haven't. Some of them have had off-the-field or off-the-court related issues. But really what's remarkable about Tiger is there's really nobody else in the world of sports that's ever been treated like him in terms of losing all of his privacy. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Tiger Woods would build himself a massive yacht and name it privacy. Because this is a guy who has been on the stage being analyzed as something more than a golfer since he was 17, 16, 18, 19 years old. 
And it reminds me a little bit of the path that Britney Spears has been on. And I don't know if how many of you have watched it, but there's the Tiger Woods documentary out there, and there's also the Britney Spears documentary out there. And what both of them convey is the all-encompassing nature of media and the way they covered Tiger Woods and also Britney Spears. I mean, these were guys and girls who were on the cover of the weekly magazines in a pre-internet-driven celebrity culture, in a pre-social media era, where before the athlete or the celebrity could talk to their fans directly through social media and kind of curtail this wild chase for the latest scoop, Tiger Woods was covered like Britney Spears. And if you go back and watch the trajectory of their lives, it's interesting to think about because they are the embodiment of a generation that our media almost destroyed. Now, I'm not saying they were perfect in their choices. I'm not saying they didn't make mistakes. But to err is human. All of us are imperfect. And I think one reason why this Tiger Woods incident, this car accident, struck so many people so interestingly is because Tiger has been a fixture in so many people's lives for so long that we feel like we are a part of his story because his story is so inextricably intertwined with our own stories. As we have aged, as we have grown, there has been Tiger Woods in the red shirt striding across a green. And we love to build up our heroes to make them larger than life. But what often ends up making us love our heroes the most is the moments when they are the most human. And I think for so many people out there, I know I was one of them, watching Tiger Woods on the golf course with his son, it felt like a circle of life moment where Tiger has moved from being the son, the protege of his father, Earl Woods, and he now has become, in full circle, the dad. And his story, in many ways, feels like it's building towards a conclusion where we don't see Tiger Woods as a golfer at all. We see him as a dad. Everybody likes to think about the way that stories end. That moment, especially in athletics, where a transcendent athlete is able to experience the utmost glory on the court. And it happens at a young age to end. Most stories don't end perfectly. We just saw that maybe with Drew Brees. We may end up seeing it with Tom Brady before all is said and done, but most people aren't Michael Jordan draining a jumper to win the NBA Finals with the Chicago Bulls, even though he later played with the Wizards. We forget about that. Most people aren't Peyton Manning or John Elway riding off into the sunset with a Lombardi Lombardi trophy on their shoulder. Most people aren't Tiger Woods deciding to retire right as he walks up and sinks a putt on the 18th green at Augusta to win a Masters in a legendary fashion that no one ever thought was possible. 
most people aren't able to write their ending. But that doesn't mean we don't want for the perfect ending to be possible. How do most stories end when you're a kid and they lived happily ever after? Well, that doesn't sum up most people's lives. Because even if you do live happily ever after, there often are many different dark moments in everybody's life. But I think what struck people earlier, I talked about Kobe, it wasn't, that's not how Kobe's story was supposed to end. And that strikes a lot of people, gets them in the gut. And I think if you're a parent, what got you in the gut about Tiger Woods was the story of Tiger Woods's life, I feel like, isn't going to end with him having a golf club in his hand. It's going to end in some form or fashion with him being a dad standing off of the green watching his son compete somewhere. And maybe that is the best possible ending for Tiger Woods of all when you consider the way that he entered this life of ours in the world of sports, which is as Earl Woods's son. And what struck so many of us right in the solar plexus, why so many of us reacted so emotionally when we heard about that Tiger Woods story was because in many ways, the story of Tiger Woods' life is the story in some small part of our own life as sports fans as well. I hope that made sense to some of you. I try to sometimes put into context what exactly I am thinking of in terms of the experience of Tiger Woods and why so many people cared so desperately about his health in that particular moment in time. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is a local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Petros Papadakis. I actually thought as soon as I saw the news and I was like, okay, well, where did this LA accident happen? And as I saw everybody moving, uh, you know, kind of zooming in with their maps and everything else on uh, television, I thought to myself, there's only one man I know who lives in Palos Verdes. That's Petros Papadakis. Uh, did your phone blow up with people wanting to know if, uh, if you were okay? If you had seen Tiger drive off the road? Yeah, it was it was wild because uh, I was up really early in the morning working, and after I drove my kids to school, I went back to sleep, as I am apt to do as a European and a sedentary man. <laughs> and uh, I woke up around noon, and I had like 400 texts yeah. from everybody and their mom, from every fireman I know in the area, every police officer I know in the area, every dad I know, all my high school friends. I mean, that's and then I looked up in the sky, and there were helicopters over my house and, and the whole area, like 20 helicopters, which I have never seen. And so I got my stuff on and drove over to where the crash was because it's a mile 
really like a mile and a half from my house and a mile from my high school. If you saw the aerial shots, that football field is my high school football field. Peninsula High School. Colin Cowherd said uh, Palos Verdes is almost a peninsula yesterday on the air, and I just want to correct that and say it is a peninsula. (laughs) In fact, it's called the Palos Verdes Peninsula, and the high school that I went to that is about a mile from where Tiger crashed is called Peninsula High School. I mean, calling the big deal, so we might have to change it to almost Peninsula. But, uh, it's a very interesting thing, Clay, for us locals, because that is a very treacherous area to drive, as people have started to talk about. They started to kind of later in the evening yesterday. And people that know the area just know that that's the very, if you've ever been to Los Angeles, south of the city, there's a hill. And that hill is called the Palos Verdes Peninsula. There's actually no town on it called Palos Verdes. Uh, there's Palos Verdes Estates. There's Rolling Hills Estates. There is the private city, Rolling Hills, where Steve Sarkeesian and Pete Carroll used to live. And there is uh, Rancho Palos Verdes, which is the town I grew up in. Uh, I, uh, I live now in Palos Verdes Estates. Uh, Tiger crashed on the border between Rancho Palos Verdes and Rolling Hills Estates, which is why you hear it characterized as one or the other over and over, because he, he crashed right on the border. And uh, it's, a, it's a hill. At the very top of the hill is where the high school is, and Tiger was going down the hill, and there's an emergency gravel lane over to the right because cars lose control all the time. What on that hill. The, what causes that? I'm, I'm not an expert on driving by any stretch of the imagination, but what causes cars to lose control? Just the steepness of the hill? Is it yeah. the turns? Like what, what causes issues there? I think what happens is you gather speed at a high rate, and then there's a turn and a stoplight. And if you're not from the area, it catches people off guard, especially if you look down at your phone or, or something like that. And he was late. What would happen all the time with us in the high, in our high school, uh, especially in my high school was 70% Asian, and a lot of kids had those crazy Hondas with the Momo wood and the exhaust and all that. And, you know, we wouldn't have that problem in the morning because everybody's going up the hills toward high school, toward the high school on top of the hill early in the morning. But at lunchtime and after school, you would have crashes all the time from people driving back down the hill and crash fatal crashes right there in that area. There's a, there's a reason there's an emergency fire lane over to the right. I've gotten texts all the last couple days from people saying my, my family friend died there in 1984 on that road. So I don't know what was in Tiger's system. Obviously, he has a history of that kind of stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised if he just crashed because he, he did not know the area. He was late, and he was going too fast uh, in a very unfortunate spot. So for people out there, like I've been around this area, I think, the Terranea Resort, would that be in close proximity to all of this as well? Okay, well, that's where he was staying. Okay. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Okay, so that's on the backside of the, the hill, basically. Yeah. The only thing you stare at when you look out from the Terranea is the ocean and uh, the Cat- Catalina Island, the northern part. So uh, 
Terranea is where they used to, for your older listeners, they used to shoot the, the Lloyd Bridges show Sea Hunt there. Yeah. Yep. And then it was a marine land, like a SeaWorld type of place when I was a kid. And now it's a luxury hotel. Tiger was staying there. He took a terrible route. He was headed to Rolling Hills Country Club. And he took a route going over the top of the hill, which he didn't have to. Basically, all he had to do was go around the south side of the hill through San Pedro. But they probably would freak out if they saw Tiger Woods driving down Western Avenue in San Pedro. So he went over the top of the hill. Whatever reason he was on there, I think I, I, I understand he was late for a TV shoot, and he was staying at the Terranea and got out of there late. So uh, it's it's about a 15-minute drive from where he crashed for to, to Terranea. But Terranea is not close to anything, as you know, because yeah. <laughs> it's, right, it's in the middle of the biggest land movement area in the world. So there's not a lot of houses around there, and there would be because it's some of the most beautiful property in the world. Oh, I mean, the resort. If people are looking for things on their bucket list, Terranea Resort is one of the most extraordinary resorts in the country. I mean, I don't think that's hyperbole. Oh, terrible. No, not true. Uh, no, uh, totally untrue. Like, people were saying, like, do you think Tiger was drunk? And I was like, it's impossible to get drunk at Terranea because the service is so bad, you can't get enough liquor in you. <laughs> and this was the complaint about Marineland. Uh, it's really a complaint about this area, which is a very isolated, very strange, very beautiful but odd you wouldn't area. You think that you were as close to one of the biggest cities in the world if you were in this area, right? That's a good way to describe no. it, which is one reason it's sort of popular is because people want an escape from the big city life. Uh, a couple people uh, pointed out a few things that might make that point for you. One, it is peacock mating season, and he might have swerved away from one of those, although not likely on <laughs> Hawthorne. It's coyote mating season, uh, and that's that's also likely that he might have swerved away uh, from one of those. And uh, some people asked an appropriate question. It's it's also maybe likely that his car could have rolled right into somebody on a horse in that area. So uh, yes, it is a uh, it's a very uh, kind of strange tucked away area. And, you know, there's no cell service. Everything's kind of backwards up here in a weird way. And the fact that it's now got every news van internationally in the world parked on it and every helicopter above my house is a little surreal. Uh, We're talking to Petros Papadakis, AM 570 LA Sports. You can hear him. For many people out there, given the fact that it was just a little bit over a year ago that Kobe Bryant's helicopter crashed, even though Tiger Woods is going to be okay, this was a moment to evoke those feelings that happened over a year ago. Is that the primary reaction that you heard among Southern California sports fans? Did you hear a lot of those connections being made? We talked about it because it feels, you know, it felt that way. I mean, obviously that was north of here in uh, the Ventura County area, Calabasas area, which is a hilly, beautiful area. And those are the hills kind of above Malibu, which is the exact opposite side of the Santa Monica Bay from here. So, uh, I mean, it all seems like a small area if you're really far away, but it kind of takes a while to get there. But I remember very sad uh, the day after Kobe's accident, we had to go and do Justin Turner's golf tournament, which was set in stone and there was no going back and it was all promotional. And we had to go and interview Clayton Kershaw and Justin Turner and Albert Pujols and all these guys at Sherwood. 
Country Club, which is very close to the crash site. Yeah. So, and I drove right by the next day uh, just because it was on the way. Like, I didn't go out of my way, but it was the same scene. You know, 20 helicopters in the air, every news van in the world uh, parked in an affluent uh, community that is uh, kind of a hilly area. Uh, although, where Kobe uh, crashed, it was a little bit more remote. But, yeah, it, it felt very similar, but, you know, there you're talking about multiple people tragically dying, and Tiger's going to have a, a long road back to being comfortable again, I think, but but he's certainly going to live. Uh, we're talking to Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports. You had Tiger Woods on your radio show a few years ago at his... Yes, to come to Jesus with, with Petros and money. Yeah, well, it was interesting because... Tiger is a Southern California kid, I think, by and large, for most of his life. And what's interesting about that conversation that you had with him was there was a certain pivot towards being a dad as opposed to being one of the best golfers in the world. And I feel like we saw that in December with him being out on the course with his son. And I think you've got two young kids. I've got three relatively young kids. For many of us, I think that transition from being you know sort of the focal point to now being responsible for other people is a major life path it feels like in many ways that was a tremendous moment for tiger as well and so i think a lot of people thought about him as a dad almost as much or more than they did of him as a golfer because the last time we saw him on a golf course was with his son yeah growing up where i grew up and playing at usc you know, I got around a lot of people who grew up to be billionaires or Hall of Famers, and it's odd. You know, I knew Tiger Woods in college a little bit because our kicker, uh, his cousin, Byron Bell, uh, was the guy, the bag man for Tiger Woods, the guy that went down with all of his women and all that stuff. And he was the caddy briefly after Fluff quit, if you remember oh, Byron yeah. Bell. Well, our kicker was David Bell. And he was Tiger Woods' best friend. Byron was his cousin. So we were around him, and he wasn't likable. You know, he was a a big nerd and kind of a creep uh, when I knew him when I was a kid. So all those years later, after all of his struggles and all the stupid sports talk takes in the world about him when I'm forced to answer questions about golf, uh, we interviewed him for like a half hour. And it was talk about surreal because he burned a hole through me. I mean, he looked dead into my eyes and Matt's eyes and answered the questions honestly and really was candid. And people still talk about that interview because it was before he won the Masters. And we joke around and say, you know, we saved him. You know, yeah. <laughs> he changed after he talked to us, but he was very candid about his life. And then the weirdest part about the interview was that he didn't leave. You know, there's like 12 handlers there, half with him, half with the Genesis, and he didn't leave. He wanted to talk to me about USC and uh, maybe some illicit things at USC over the years when I was younger, and we had an in-depth conversation, and he talked to my radio partner about uh, golf courses in the Orange County area where he lives and where Tiger grew up, North Orange County, and it was weird, man. He wouldn't leave. You know, it's like he wanted to connect with us for some weird reason. And that's the last time I saw him. But we always talk about that that interview. And I changed, like, that moment, obviously, I changed the way I felt about him. Just because he was so giving and so gracious and so forthcoming 
uh, with everything. So, yeah, that happened. And it was uh, it was an odd moment. And I, I, I thought about him and his kids and his and his uh, wife, ex-wife and his girlfriend and all that. Uh, you know, before I thought about, well, is he going to be able to beat Jack Nicholas's record or, you know, I don't yeah. I, I felt I felt horrible uh, just because we had, you know, obviously you don't want to see anybody hurt like that or anyway, but we had that really meaningful, it feel, felt like, interaction that, that changed the way we approached him, for sure. Did we, as a, and I don't mean you and me specifically, but we as media in general, one of the things that I think is interesting about Tiger Woods is I was kind of watching some of the documentary that's up on HBO, and there's a documentary up about Britney Spears, too, And they're really kind of of the same era, even though I think they're separated by seven or eight years of age. And what you saw in those documentaries was sort of a voracious hunger to cover every single aspect of their lives such that there was indeed no privacy at all associated with them. Can you remember anybody ever being covered, not to his athletic exploits, but to the degree his private life was covered ever in the history of sports? Because I can't. And uh, and and it's just interesting to think about Tiger Woods, not only as being a transcendent golfer, but as also being this luminescent celebrity star that was treated, I think, quite a bit differently than anybody else in the world of sports. Well, I mean, to get that deep, I mean, I think we always end up prisoners of the moment with this is the most covered person in the world. And and let's be honest, I mean, he's one of the most recognizable people on Earth. Yep which is why there's helicopters flying all over the place like somebody died. Uh, Nobody died. Uh, So I I think there's part of that. But then, you know, you think about Charles Lindbergh and the Lindbergh baby a hundred years ago. And think about what what that story was. You know, you think about the British press, you know, all the way Uh, I talked about it with Harry and Meghan, and the reason they've moved to California is to try to escape the British press. There's no doubt. Yeah, well, I knew her in college. Meghan, Um, you did? Well, she married a guy that my uh, that my wife uh, and her friends were friends with. So she was at parties and stuff when I. Oh, my I, wife how has this I, never come up before? We got to bring this up next week. Well, she had the same reputation with that guy that she did with the prince. Believe it or not, just yeah. on a smaller microcosm, a real yes. climber, so to speak. Uh, Petros Papadakis, we appreciate the time. Good luck avoiding all of the helicopters surrounding your house. Uh, we will talk to you next week. I appreciate it, my man. I mean, you're not going to get that kind of inside Palos Verdes Peninsula no. information anywhere else, Clay. No, that's why I said we got to make sure we got Petros on today, and we didn't even do the Bachelor Report, which we'll catch up on next week, too. There's too much data here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 